With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary dw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, how are you guys doing this evening? Or if you're listening on our podcast platform, how are you doing today? Um, I am uh, Deputy Editor Michael Beck of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and joined as always by one Mr. Jeffrey Benedict. Jeffrey, how are you doing tonight, sir? Doing really good. Doing really good. Awesome. Now, I think before we get started here, uh, I I do want to just bring up kind of what's going on in the entire landscape of sports right now. Um, Of course, uh, the NBA and WNBA as of this moment have just canceled today's games um, out of solidarity with uh, everything that's going on with the uh, Jacob Blake uh, situation that uh, unfolded uh, in the past uh, day or so here. So nothing, uh, nothing's come out out of Pittsburgh, whether or not they'll cancel a practice or what's going on with that. Of course, the uh, Detroit Lions uh, did that earlier today. So that is something, uh, something we'll kind of monitor and um, kind of getting back on a lighter note. Um we love being an escapism for you guys. So we're going to have a great chat about uh, our, one of our favorite uh, rookie players and one of the most hyped rookies here in uh, the first part of today's show. So I think without further ado, we can really jump right in on uh, the first part. And where we really wanted to hit was one Mr. Chase Claypool. Of course, if you're looking at the title, um, we will be talking about uh, rookies in general as we uh, kind of move on further along through the program but uh, for this part we really wanted to focus on Chase and how much hype he's been getting around training camp so Jeffrey the first thing I really want to ask you is uh, is this the most hype rookie in training camp that we've kind of seen really I think so uh, when you count that it has to come from the team like this is coming from the team. 
not just from, you know, reporters, not from fans, because we've had guys get hyped. I mean, like, this is nothing compared to what we saw with, like, Isaac Redman even, like, where fans were just crazy about this person and, like, this person's going to save us and take us to the Super Bowl. It's nothing like that. Uh, but from the team, from other players, and from coaches, this is the most. It, it, if not the most, it feels like it's the most. It's, it's a stunning amount of endorsements and praise for this young man. Now, do you think it's possible that he's getting this much praise just because there's been such a long break in, uh, before we saw any sports and just a, a little bit of uh, a talent that we kind of see going on here? Um, do you think it, it, it potentially could be uh, getting blown out of proportion or is Chase really this good? I hope he's really this good. <laughs> uh, there's always there's always the chance. Um, but like today, uh, after the tw- yesterday, the 24th, Two days ago? Yeah, two days ago. I don't know what day it is anymore. Uh, Monday. Like, articles came out. Mike Tomlin talked about him. Keith Butler talked about him. Uh, Eric Ebron posted something. And all of a sudden, you saw national, like, fantasy football conversations start talking. Oh, whoa, we, maybe we need to pay attention to Chase Claypool. He got all that hype. And normally, once that happens, you'll see Tomlin, like, shut it down. And they, they asked him about Chase Claypool. Uh, yesterday, and he didn't brush it off. He very quickly went through it. Uh, he didn't dwell on it, but he he did say he had a good practice. Like he he said a positive thing about him. So I I don't think it's a situation where it's getting overhyped and you're seeing Mike Tomlin try to be like, hey guys, you know, chill on this kid. He's a rookie. We haven't seen that. Like he kind of came out and was like, we're moving on, but yeah, he's still good. So I, I think I think there's a good chance it's legit. Right now, uh, obviously, obviously the talk he he's the most talked about player in training camp right now. Is is this kid going to be the number one wide receiver before the season ends, or is this uh, is this more smoke than anything? I, I don't think he can do that. I don't think he can pull that off. We haven't seen that ever <laughs> from a from a Steelers rookie wide receiver go and be you know the number one receiver by the end of the season. He could have a very good year, but I still expect to see a Deontay Johnson or a Juju Smith-Schuster ahead of him, and likely both. Now, what kind of impact do you think uh, Chase can really bring to this team? Of, of course, we uh, kind of broke it down a little bit uh, a couple weeks back, but with everything going on, is this uh, is this guy about to be like the first 1,000-yard rookie in uh, Ben's career? He could be. Uh, I, I wrote uh, recently about this, and... Ben Roethlisberger has his best seasons when he has a deep threat. Like, number one thing Chase Claypool brings is his size, which we all know Ben Roethlisberger loves big receivers. He brings a big catch radius. He brings speed. And, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger's best years, if you if you look at it, it's, you know, Martavis Bryant. It's Mike Wallace. It's even a few games there with Sammy Coates. Uh, I gave the example of his, like, yards per pass attempt. When he had, you know, Mike Wallace, it went from in the sevens uh, to Mike Wallace's rookie year was like 8.4, 8.4, I think. And, like, it stayed up in that eight range until Mike Wallace held out in 2012, had that, you know, horrible 2012 season. It was up there in that eight range. Uh, then it drops back down to, like, 7.3. Martavis Bryant shows up as a rookie 2014 back up for the next two years to, to in the eights. 
And then even with just Sammy Coates, who wasn't a great deep threat, but he could run deep. When he caught those, when he was catching passes, Ben was close to eight yards per attempt. And as soon as he stopped catching the ball, it went back down to 7.3. Last couple of years, we've seen 7.6 out of Ben. His last couple of years healthy, uh, 2017, 2018. So Ben does really well with those deep threats. Not that they're specifically amazing talents, but they fit his skill set. You know, we know love. We, we remember, I'll remember Ben with the pump fakes, Ben looking off safeties and then throwing bombs to Mike Wallace. When he can do that and manipulate the defense a little bit and he has a speedster to take advantage of it, he's he's incredible. So just as just from the point of uh, more than even his own talent, you know, which we can get into, but as a wide receiver being a tool in the hands of a quarterback, Chase Claypool has a quarterback who does his best work when he has that kind of, you know, legit deep threat. And Claypool's the biggest deep threat he's had ever. Like, that's that's number one. Martavis Bryant was like 6'3", and he was built smaller, you know. He's taller and bigger, and he's just as fast. Right. Now, speaking of uh, best seasons, we kind of chatted about it off air a little bit. Um there's a certain correlation you were telling me about uh, Steelers veteran wide receivers um, when uh, when there's a rookie that comes in and performs. Could you could you uh, break that down for us? Yeah, uh, it holds up for most – when you have a Steelers rookie wide receiver have a really good rookie season, someone else is going to have a fantastic season. You go all the way back to 1984 with Lewis Lips. Lewis Lips shows up on the scene, has the best first game any – wide receivers had for the Steelers with 183 yards. Uh, that game, John Stallworth put up 167 of his own. And that season, 1984, ends up being John Stallworth's best season statistically uh, of his career. That's his best of his whole career is 1984 when he's kind of getting older. Uh, you go to like Antoine Randall in 2002. He has a really solid rookie season. He's the number three wide receiver. That's the year Heinz Ward and Plexico Plexico Burris both gained 1,300 yards. Both of them have their best statistical season that year of their careers. Uh, 2006, uh, Santonio Holmes comes in. He's the number two receiver. Stats for passers are down because that's the year Ben Ben got hurt, you know, had his motorcycle accident. The whole offense struggles. Willie Parker has his best season. You know, like uh, Willie Parker has his best season that year. Uh, 2009, Mike Wallace comes in as a rookie. That's Santonio Holmes' best season of his career. And 33-year-old Heinz Ward has the second best season of his entire career statistically. And it's also Heath Miller's second best season. The year Mike Wallace came in as a rookie. 2014, uh, Martavis Bryant's rookie season is Antonio Brown's first time leading the league in receptions and his first time leading the league in yards. And to that point was his best season. He would break that later. Uh, That is arguably Ben Roethlisberger's best season of his career. It's and uh, Le'Veon Bell's best season of his career for for yards gained. Then you go to 2017 with Juju Smith-Schuster that's the second time in Antonio Brown's career that he will lead the lead the league in receiving yards. 
That time he also does it with yards per game. And that's be- that's Le'Veon Bell's second best season of his career and another one of Ben Roethlisberger's best seasons. So it's like there's this whole stretch of time where all these receivers have a good season. Someone else has like a great season. And even even last year with you know Deontay Johnson led the team in, re- in receptions, you know we that was obviously a unique situation for everyone with uh, the backup quarterbacks in, but you know it was James Washington's best season, so we can count that. <laughs> I, you know what I think I think we will. But um, with that being said, there's three guys uh, above Claypool in the, the depth chart right now. If you had to predict one of them for uh, having this great season, who, who's it going to be? I think Deontay Johnson. Hmm. Uh, I could see Juju Smith-Schuster, but I don't think there will be enough yards, like to, for him to match what he did in two, what he did in 2018, like when Ben was just throwing constantly every game and we were putting up insane yards. I don't think he will match that. There is a chance, but I, I think it'll be below that. But I think we'll see Deontay Johnson have a big year, um, and I, I think what well, I honestly think we're going to have we're going to see Chase to have a really good season too. Yeah, you know, I, I'm uh, I'm uh, a little impartial, but I'm kind of also <laughs> leading that way. Um, now, that stat is so interesting to me. Like, how can a rookie rookie's impact really uh, get the best out of a veteran? In your opinion, are, are you thinking that it's that it's defense is not really knowing how to game plan against this new front, or do you think it's the veteran guy being like, "Uh oh, th- this guy's on my heels here. I better pick it up." I think there's a little bit of, of both. As a rookie, um, one thing you'll see is they don't lead the team in targets. Uh, several of these guys the next year overtake that player in, in receptions and yards and, and those kind of stats. Uh, but their first season, they're not getting the number of targets. They're not getting the bulk volume of yards. So that other person is still like the number one receiver. They're still the leading receivers but they're benefiting from defenses trying to figure out, okay, what can this, this young kid do? How do we stop him? Uh, they don't have film on him. They don't have a ton of film. The, as a, you're, you're seeing a lot of, you know, explosion there where they're drawing defense out and all of a sudden this other guy has more space. And then the next year, I, I think you see defenses, you know, they, they get a little more film uh, and they figure out, okay, this is how, this is how these guys are going to work together on the field. This is how we want to defend them, knowing that. Whereas a rookie, when the rookie first comes in, you have a plan for, you know, you already have a plan for defending the veteran, but now you've got to alter that. And that creates opportunity for for everyone. Right. Now, getting back to Chase a little bit here, he's, uh, all the reports have been coming out. He's been making these uh, pretty insane leaping uh, receptions, mossing guys, as uh, some people might say, just ripping the ball out of defensive backs' hands. And it's coming across the board. Joe Hayden's talked about it. Um, uh, one of the reports of his best uh, reception at camp thus far was against Alexander Myrez. So it, it really is all across um, this defensive backfield. Chase Claypool's kind of been uh, lighting people up a little bit here. Now, of course, for the most part, it's been in, in the red zone. So what I'm asking you is, do you think Chase Claypool could have a bigger impact in the red zone than one Eric Ebron? That's a good question. Oh man, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with no. Hmm. I'm gonna go with no uh, simply because I think we're seeing a trend with Ben Roethlisberger where he's not throwing a lot to outside receivers short, 
that's a short-lived trend. That's, you know, that's 2017, 2018. His red zone targets go to the slot uh, a lot. It goes to bunch receivers a lot. Uh, so we could see Chase Claypool show up on the outside, uh, but I don't think he's going to be like the number one red zone target. I, I think Eric Ebron really creates problems for defenses. But but the caveat there is, you know, how the defenses react to that. If the defenses are really pinching on Eric Ebron and kind of just putting people out on an island with Chase Claypool, well, that changes it. Like <laughs> your defense is going to just hand that to you, and you're going to take that. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance Plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Right. You, you know, I, I think it's going to uh, really come down to who teams uh, choose to game plan. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised earlier in the season uh, if teams respected uh, Eric Ebron's ability a little bit more. And as the season progressed, or and I, I should say before that, Chase Claypool doing a little bit better in the red zone. But then as the season uh, uh, continues to pr- progress, you might see those bigger defensive backs uh, line up outside against Chase, uh, leaving more favorable uh, matchups inside for Eric Ebron. So I wouldn't be too surprised if that happened. Um, kind of just sticking with Chase here, though, um, I believe it was uh, 10 other receivers taken ahead of him in the draft. Uh, and really no, no one's getting the amount of coverage Chase is right now. Yep. What happened? Why Why did he fall so far? I, his quarterback play is a big is a big part of that. Uh, they also, I think you saw Miles Boykin last year come out of Notre Dame as that big athletic freak wide receiver. Um, and he goes to Baltimore, you know, and I think it was the third round. Uh, shortly after we took Deontay, um, I believe. I could be wrong there. But it was around that area. And he had 187 yards as an 11-game starter. Like, like he did almost nothing. And you could see how raw he was. You could see that he really wasn't – he was going to take some time to adapt to the NFL. I think that hurts. I think that hurts when you have someone with a similar build and athletic profile from the same exact school with the same coaching, same position, have that similar situation of a big breakout at the end of their college career, go to the NFL, 
and you know they don't really show up. Then then people look at Chase Claypool and they're like, oh yeah, he had that big breakout year at Notre Dame, just like Miles Boykin did. Oh yeah, he has that incredible athletic profile, just like Miles Boykin did. He has that, you know, he's big and he's fast and everything. But we've seen that from Notre Dame, and we saw it not really work out uh, initially, at least. Yeah. Now speaking of those two guys, who who do you think was the better prospect coming out of school, Boykin or Claypool? I looked at both of them. Boykin was a sleeper pick of mine for the Steelers uh, in 2019. So glad they went with Deontay. But uh, I was looking at big receivers. I always look for big receivers. And I was a fan of his. Um, coming out, I, I said, like, he's going to take a bit to adjust. But he's one of those guys that you draft him in the third round, give him a few seasons, and you might have something, you know, on your hands. You might actually have something legit. Claypool was a different story. Looking at his film uh, – all the routes. He can run all of the routes. He had really good releases. Miles Boykin didn't have that. You know, Chase Claypool knows how to get off the line. Uh, he has really intelligent route running for a big guy. Like he knows how to, to dial his speed, you know, to certain levels. Like he will take a route, start the route at like 60%. And you don't know, is he's going slow so he can cut quick? Because that's part of it is, you know, he will cut, you know, you'll run like an out route, run about 60% speed. And then when he turns, he can still make that sharp turn because he doesn't have his momentum going. Then he targets. Then he takes off and accelerates. And he has some wicked acceleration that showed up on his college film. So from the from that moment that I watched that film, I was like, okay, you know, there's some things he has to fix. There's some mechanics he has to fix. There's some questions he has to answer. But he has a lot more uh, day one readiness at draft time than Miles Boykin did. A lot more. Right now. Um, of course, he hasn't played a snap yet, but um, yeah. the compar- comparisons have run pretty rapid. Do you have one name, even, uh, either in the NFL now or someone all-time that he uh, compares to uh, in this moment? I liken him a lot in his play style uh, to a Plexico Burris. I, he reminds me of Plexico Burris. Obviously, he's faster, uh, but Plexico was that same size. Actually, I think he's... Uh, an inch shorter and like 10 pounds heavier than Plex- Plexico was. But he he has that go up and get the ball. And he also has like on deeper passes, he has a tendency to, you know, secure the catch, but not really get yards afterwards. Like he'll do a lot of catches. You'll see where he turns, adjusts to the ball. But when he comes down, he goes to the ground. Uh, and that was like the, the first time Eric Ebron, uh, posted about him on Twitter was a picture of him making that big touchdown catch that went around and Joe Hayden talked about and was like, well, that wasn't it, but you know, that was a great catch is Eric Ebron posted that on Instagram, on Twitter with a caption, Claypool, stay on your feet. Like, I think that's something they're trying to drive into him is because you see him even in, in the, in the, the shots we're getting from practice, he'll make a big catch and he takes it to the ground. We see that in college too. So Early on in his career, I don't expect him to be a guy who's catching a 40-yard pass, breaking another tackle, and then taking it to the house. Uh, but he secures those catches. That's the big deal. Like, if you're catching a 40-yard pass, that's a big deal. You know, I'd rather I'd rather see him catch five of those than catch three, drop two, and, and you know, get some yards after the catch. Right. Now, one of the comparisons we obviously saw a lot, um, it, it's uh... – Garnered some merchandise, the whole uh, Megatron, Mapletron thing. Um, obviously, after the combine, their stats were almost identical. Yeah. Um, Chase Chase did dominate uh, the college ranks a bit too. 
Um, the difference here, though, is Calvin Johnson was a top five pick. Uh, Chase yeah. Claypool, number 49. How, how does that happen if they're so similar um, as a prospect? Similar physically, uh, there's one big difference between them. One big difference between them is uh, Calvin Johnson, once he got his route going, like you, you could hang a linebacker on his shoulders and just have him hold on, and Calvin Johnson's taking you for the ride. He's running that route. Uh, the one thing I saw in Chase Claypool's film that he needed to work on that really stood out to me was better receivers who are better corners who are more physical could get into his body. He he would like I want to say it's like think vertically instead of clearing his route and keeping the the horizontal you know aspect going of his route protect that route you know give him an arm do whatever hand fighting stuff like that he's thinking more vertically like a like a basketball player you know going going up for the ball and he would get driven off of his route line into a worse situation uh he learned counters for that you would see cornerbacks try to push him to the sideline and then as they're trying to drive him into the sideline he drops into like a back shoulder throw slips him and catches a touchdown but he has that against him uh the good news is though (laughs) he joins a team with three players who are incredible at that juju smith suster james washington even little deontay johnson who's much smaller than chase claypool all of them do a great job with their technique at keeping their route going. Uh, Deontay Johnson stands out. Like he, you'll see guys try to try to get physical with him early in his route and kind of drive him off course. And by the time the ball is thrown, he's driven them farther the other way, and he has more room to come back and get the ball. Like phenomenal at establishing his route and, and protecting it. So he, Claypool's in a good space to learn that. Um, but I think that is one downside you see that you didn't see with Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson came out of college and was just like set to to blow the world up. But Chase runs the same routes. His best routes are the same routes for Calvin Johnson. In fact, they really they're not that different. Uh, I'd like to see Chase Claypool uh, bringing a few more like over the shoulder grabs, catch it in front of him on the run. Uh, but I also understand his quarterbacks weren't really giving him the chance to do that. He kind of needed to turn, adjust to the ball, and just find a way to catch the pass. Right. Now, um, with Chase, um, going into week one, the Giants um, today announced a couple uh, of their uh, defensive starters. And uh, second-round pick Xavier McKinney broke his foot. He'll he'll be missing week wow. one. Uh, David Mayo, who is arguably their best linebacker, a Taurus meniscus. Now, he's not getting the full surgery repair, but um, he's getting basically uh, what to simply put as a patch, and he'll be back during the season, but likely misses week one as well. Could week one be a Chase Claypool coming out party? It, it certainly seems like uh, like the Giants are undermanned here, and uh, he's potential to explode. They also don't have the best... Uh safeties for coverage like they're that's one of their their weakness like uh their strong safety i think is gonna be peppers now and they lost their draft pick i'm thinking correct i could be off uh they don't have the best deep zone guys they don't have that uh they don't have guys that are ball hawks in the in the backfield for free safeties so we could see that we could see uh chase claypool if, if ben roethlisberger decides you know my game plan is I want to test these safeties. I want to come out, show that my arm's back, and and you know send a message, send a message to the to the whole league. Uh, 
we could see a few bombs, and if he can catch them, you know, the sky's the limit there. Right. Now, before I ask you the next question here, uh, for the people in the live chat, I, I pose you a question, and we'll circle back to it by the end of uh, end of part one. But how many uh, touchdowns do you uh, foresee for one uh, Chase Claypool? As for you, Jeffrey, uh, my question is, is there uh, any potential that he could win Offensive Rookie of the Year this year? Obviously, it has to be this year. Yeah, there's some. Uh, I think starting the season, it's kind of Joe Burrow's to lose uh, just because like, he's the quarterback, number one pick. Well, the Bengals um, could stink, though. So Yeah, that's true. Uh, so I, he has a chance. He has a, he has a chance there. I can see it happening, um, but he'd have to he'd have to really he'd have to get a good early start. He'd have to get a good early start, which we have not seen. That is something we haven't seen from a lot of Steelers receivers is is a real quick start, you know, early in their rookie season. Outside of Lewis Lips, obviously, um, like I, I was looking at stuff like even even Mike Wallace. He had 200 yards in his first four games. Uh, he had 194 yards. That's the most anyone's had with Ben. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster had 102 yards in his first four games. That was it. The real, he, he came on you know, later after that. Uh, Deontay Johnson had 171, so he actually did almost as good as Mike Wallace. But we don't, we don't see rookies come out the gate you know, flying strong for the Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger. That usually it takes a few games. Because um, he's going to give targets to guys that he already has trust with. You're going to see game one. You're going to see a lot to Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, and you're also going to see. I mean, I'm interested to see what he does with Deontay Johnson because he hasn't thrown to him much at all. He only had a few targets uh, last season. So there's going to be some some things there. He's also got Eric Ebron that's new, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't think he's going to get a lot of targets early, but I think we could see him him get some production. And if he gets that going, then then it'll ramp up. Right now. One last uh, Chase Claypool question from me. Um, if he has a great season, uh, and you did mention Juju Smith-Schuster, if Claypool has a great rookie year, would the Steelers be more likely to let Juju walk in free agency this upcoming offseason? I think that's – I think, yeah. Yes, I think so. Because if, if, if Claypool is demanding snaps, demanding to get out there on the field with his play – you can let Juju Smith-Schuster walk, and you can you can slide you know James Washington inside in the slot, put him in that role. You could even make you know Chase Claypool your your main number two, you know your main Z receiver out there. Uh, if you keep Juju Smith-Schuster and you pay him a bunch of money, only to see him turn into like the number two receiver or you know the less on the lesser side of a trio with 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 Claypool and Deontay Johnson, you're not going to want to pay him. You're not going to want to pay him for that, and he's going to want money that's going to price him out of that kind of a role. Yeah, and this is not going to be the best year for anyone asking uh, for money. Circling back to what I uh, asked uh, the live chat earlier, uh, touchdowns they kind of expect out of Chase Claypool in year one. Got uh, Sean Manahan saying five. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt this name. What uh, He also saying five. <laughs> Just Me says six. Same with Ryan O'Toole. Um, going down a little bit further uh, in the live chat, and I, of course I go way too far, but um, I also saw uh, uh, Tyler Acuna saying three touchdowns, uh, Eric Ebron taking away some of his opportunities. Uh, so I lied earlier. I'm going to ask you a, another question on Chase uh, Jeffrey. 
How many do you uh, expect out of the out of the rookie? See, red zone is going to be tough. Uh, Deontay Johnson led the team in touchdown receptions, and he's playing the the X receiver over there, where they like to spread them out and kind of get that change of direction guy really quick out there. Ben likes that position. Uh, you've got Eric Ebron, who's a touchdown machine, and Ben is it likes him a lot. Uh, we've got James Conner, who last time Ben was playing in 2018, put up a ton of touchdowns. Juju Smith-Schuster is Ben's number one target in the red zone. Was over Antonio Brown when Antonio Brown was scoring all those touchdowns. Juju Smith-Schuster was the number one target in the red zone. He likes going to him. You know, so there's there's a lot of mouse out there that he has not had a lot of experience with. You know, Ben hasn't played a ton with. So that's all going to have to flesh out. I'm going to go with – I'm thinking five or six. Hmm. But that's – That's, that's I mean, a pretty good year. Go higher if he, he could have a Mike Wallace season and just start, you know, like, you, know, you don't need me in the red zone. I'm, I'm scoring from 40 yards out, you know. He, he could be that guy. Uh, so we'll have to see. But I'm going five or six kind of in the middle. I, I, could, see, I could see it going high too. Like mm. if he if he establishes himself as a red zone threat and a guy who breaks plays, you could get nine touchdowns out of a rookie season. That's not out of the loop. And also, I mean, three's not like we had people saying three <laughs> three's not out of the range either. There's a there's a pretty big wide range with all the stuffs going on, all the factors we have in play. Uh, Steelers fans would be losing their minds if Chase Claypool puts up nine touchdowns or more. That uh, that uh, would yeah. light the city on fire. Before we transition to our second part. Um, is there anything uh, else you want to add on our uh, Chase Claypool uh, conversation? Nope. <laughs> no, I Perfect. I covered it all. Sorry. Yeah. I'm nice. Good. All right. So if you're listening on our podcast platform, uh, you can get ready to switch over. Um, as we uh, uh, head over to break down rookie wide receivers o- over the course of Ben Roethlisberger's tenure. Um, of course, if you're listening on YouTube, uh, just continue to stick around. Of all, as always, I am uh, Michael Beck, uh, joined with Jeffrey Benedict. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.